trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort. One more try, eh? Yeah. Um, apologies, those of you who are just listening to the stream. Uh, if you were listening to the podcast, nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. There was no issues whatsoever. Yes, it's already fallen into the month of December, but it's the end of December, and it also is the end of the year. So that means two things. Since it's December, why don't we recap some month's news? But since the end of the year, why don't we re recap the year's news? So today on the Topical Resort, we'll be doing just that as we go off topic. We're going to kick things off with a uh, Sega Hard Girls track that isn't a screamy Japanese girls one, because it's from the legendary Hyperdimension Neptune vs. Sega Hard Girls, an RPG based on two popular Japanese screamy girls series. So this is Revolutionary Attack, right here on the Topical Resort.
and welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just had there was from Sonic Shuffle, that was Blizzard of Coast, the um, the game's version of Emerald Coast, obviously from Sonic Adventure. And for that, from Hyperdimension Neptune vs. Sega Hard Girls, that was a revolutionary attack, and I believe that is a complete tune. And there, are, there were some questions about it in the chat from currently new and regular listener, that's my two favourite kinds of listener, Dev Flair, saying, Hyperdimension Neptune is pretty good. Is the mashup any good, though? Gameplay perspective, I mean. I actually have the game, I won it back in Segfon 3, which was in 2015. Uh, shouts to Draco for that. I don't know if Draco listens anymore, but if you do, hello, good sir. Yes, um, it's an okay game. I never really got very far in it, because I only got a PS TV this year, so I basically had an empty box for about two years that uh, I never really used. Uh, Jamie asks, when is the soundtrack going to be added to the playlist? I sent the soundtrack in to be added to the playlist in about 2015. It still hasn't been added, so um, I have asked quite a few times actually. So it's whenever Casey decides he wants to add it because I have to go for him first. But yeah, absolutely gorgeous soundtrack. But uh, in case for some reason you missed the beginning of the show, um, we're going to be recapping the year's Sega headlines. However, for the most part, we're going to sort of be glossing over, you know, some of the recent years, such as no, oh, sorry, most of, some of the recent months, such as November and October, because obviously they were quite recent, and we've done them quite recently. You also may have noticed that I'm talking over a different track to usual. I normally talk over um, a remix of Sega Carnival from Sonic Riders. That's because I've decided I'm not sure if this will stick yet. But I've decided that I think it would be quite a cool idea to every single off-topic to have a different talk bed. You know, just one single talk bed that changes every single off-topic. I think that'd be quite cool. And I chose this one. This is the main menu theme of Sonic Rider Zero Gravity. And if you caught me on Discord, you might recall that actually, um... I, I, quite, I find this song quite catchy, so I'm going to have to try my hardest not to hum along to this today. But yeah, um, without further ado, we're going to go over to our good friends over at the Sega Nerds, because we're going to look at December's news. And uh, there was actually quite a lot of news in December, so I'm going to have to sort of be very quick about this. So, first of all, very recently, in fact, only yesterday, Gunstar Heroes came to Sega Forever, which is very good, because Gunstar Heroes is an absolutely fantastic game, which I recommend you check out. Uh, aside from that, on the 20th, although I think this was quite early, because I remember Rapid Run telling me about this, Retrobit announced partnership with Sega to work on Genesis, Saturn, and Dreamcast accessories, with the main ones being Sega Genesis, Sega Dreamcast, and Sega Saturn controllers on PC. So USB retro Sega controllers. That's so cool. You know, obviously, I'm more of a controller adapter person myself, meaning I prefer to use the official controllers. They just plug them into an adapter to put, turn them into USB. But obviously, you know, if you just would prefer a straight-up USB Dreamcast controller, this is probably going to be more for you. Uh, Electric Boogaloo just sent me something which actually um, only came out today and actually hasn't been put on the website yet, so thank you for doing that. Um, so there is now a free software update for Daytona Championship USA, which, for those of you who don't know, it was originally known as Daytona Free. It is... It is the new arcade Daytona game. Uh, yeah, there's a new update, which I, I can't remember what they called it, but they are calling it something like... Um, what is it called? I can't see wh where it was. Oh, it's called the definitive, the definitive version. So, Sega Daytona USA Championship, the USA... Definitive Edition is now released in arcades. It's a software update, so apparently you just put it on a USB and you plug it into your board and it completely updates the game. 
I know there is a um, local. That one of the cabinets is local. There's one in. Um, there's one close to me. So yeah, I, I should probably go and check that out. Cause, or if not, I should go and ask them to update it to the definitive edition because that looks very cool. Um, I think probably the biggest. Actually, no, it's not going to be the biggest. It's going to be the second biggest. The second biggest bit of news for this month is a uh, Jet Set Radio proof of concept was shown off. Um, there was a proof of concept for a new Jet Set Radio game, which was actually only made in June of this year, and it was denied by Sega. However, it was made after like the PlayStation experience when there was interest in a new Jet Set Radio, and obviously, you know, the Jet Set Radio fan base being the passionate fan base it is, sorry, loud fan base it is, I meant loud, uh, they have obviously, you know, got onto this and they are very excited even though it got shut down because, yeah, it's no more this new Jet Set Radio, which is sad, but at the same time it's like, meh, my life can move on. Oh, and as you really says, uh, the Daytona USA new update fixed the shifter issue. Uh, that implies I knew what that was, but yeah, it, fi it fixed it. That's important, guys. Um, of course, I'm being completely... Oh, I said the biggest bit of news for this month, I'm being completely sarcastic. Because the biggest bit of news on Sega Nerds this month is Radio Sega's Winterfest 2017 is almost upon us. Big news, guys. It's not like it was last week, of course, joking, but... um. Yeah, for those of you who didn't catch it, Radio Sega's Winterfest 2017 was on last Friday with me kicking it off. And we had we had so many listeners last week, and I normally don't talk about listeners because I feel like it's just a bit sort of tacky, you know, like, oh guys, well done, congratulations for getting us to this listener number. But it was insane. 40 plus listeners during Topical Resort last week was just mad. <laughs> I have to thank you guys so much. It was just... It came out of nowhere, especially. But yeah, in general, Winterfest did really well and people really enjoyed it. And thanks to Winterfest, we now got some new regulars. So uh, hello to all you in the chat. Who you know, perhaps have just come in because you recently caught... Recently caught our Winterfest event. But yes, aside from that, Panzer Dragoon Saga is coming to vinyl. And I think... The actual biggest bit of news this month is Sega have teased a new project production. Now, there's been quite a few guesses. There's been, you know, some crazy taxis, some hang-ons, some other stuff. But I think there are quite a few of us who think it's one game in particular due to the beach setting and the road setting. Quite a few of us think it's going to be a brand new Outrun game, and that is very exciting if it would be a new Outrun game. I, I, I'd personally buy 1,200 copies. Um, aside from that, it wasn't announced... At PSX, people thought they were going to announce uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 to be localised, but unfortunately it wasn't. And aside from that, we have Sonic Adventure 2 is now backwards compatible on Xbox One. And uh, I talked about this on the uh, Dreamcast episode, but there is now a Shenmue Sacred Spot guidebook, which uh, shows you places in Japan that is connected to the Shenmue series. Aside from that, um, that was really it for the month of December, except for one thing, which we all know because I've also talked about it before. Bayonetta 3 was announced for Switch, and Bayonetta 1 and 2 were announced for Switch. Obviously, all very exciting, but I talked about them before, so I'm not going to gush about them on end for now. Aside from that, we have the month of November, and um, someone is actually working on a 3D Sonic Saturn fan game. Uh, it's, it's a fan game, it's not a hack, so that is very exciting, because obviously, as you know your Sega history, there wasn't an official 3D Sonic game on the Saturn, so to have one that's actually fully 3D, unlike Sonic Extreme would have been, it's quite exciting. And uh, this person also used to frequent our forums, actually, quite a bit. 
Well, not frequent. You know, they were they were active on our forums quite a bit. The person who's making this, and I, I agreed I'd check it out when a ISO came out because I do have ways of playing burnt Saturn discs, so I was going to do that. Yeah, but aside from that, uh, Saturn news for the month of November. Sega underwent a fifty-four point five percent profit cut. Um, yeah, not not good at all. Uh, Creative Assembly started hiring to work on a new IP. Yakuza Kiwami 2 demo came out in Japan. We also had... Um, Sonic 2 was added to Sega Forever, so it was free to play, and it was also... Uh, you could pay for it to get rid of the adverts. Valkyria Chronicles 4 was announced in November, and it will be released worldwide for Switch, PS4, and PC, I believe, in 2018. Um, in other news, Sonic Forces Speed Battle finally got a wider release because it was only in soft launch before that date. We also have... Uh, Persona 5 was nominated for Game of the Year Award and it actually won, um, it won Best RPG of the Year in the end. There was... Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 were coming to vinyl and they have now come out because um, someone in my Discord server, which I'm not plugging because... This is Radio Sega, this is not Radio Viper, unlike my um, my custom logo for my website says. <laughs> yeah, um, somebody in my server actually got a hold of both of these vinyls, and uh, very jealous, because they look really nice, but um, I don't have anything to really play them on, or not anything to play them on well. I have cheap old vinyl players, nothing good. Aside from that, um, that was pretty much it for the month of November. That November was quite a slow month for Sega in comparison. So... Obviously, oh, aside from that, Sonic Forces was obviously released. You know, the, uh... Probably the... What Sega would have you believe is the biggest Sonic game of this year? Because it wasn't, because Mania in the end ended up being bigger. But Sonic Forces was supposed to be like a AAA Sonic game compared to Mania, which was just supposed to sort of be a side project. But uh, that sort of backfired, because I think pretty much everyone and their mother, except for a few people, preferred Sonic Mania and thought Sonic Mania was fantastic. Sonic Forces was just a bit mess, so uh, yeah, it didn't really go too well on that front, I guess. But yeah, Sonic Forces was released to mixed reception. As for the month of October, the Sonic Forces producer said that he wanted to make a Samba de Amigo game for the Nintendo Switch, which is very exciting news because I love the Samba de Amigo games and it worked perfectly on Switch with its more accurate motion controls. Uh, we also had. Sonic Forces Spaceport gameplay was revealed, and the Rental Hero mode was revealed. Uh, interesting stuff, I guess. The Sega and Atlas shop, or the, sorry, the Sega and Atlas shop for the USA was announced and then was later released in the month. It never came to Europe, or at least it hasn't come to Europe yet. Sonic Forces soundtracks were unveiled. Uh, the original soundtrack, A Hero Will Rise, and they also revealed a vocal track album, which was called On the Edge. Both of which released towards the middle of this month. Also in the news, they were releasing Sonic Forces tie-in comics for, on Twitter throughout the whole month. There was also Interpretizzi went up on Kickstarter and eventually met its goal during the month of October, so a new Dreamcast indie game will now be coming to the platform soon. During this month, Sonic Forces PSN trophies actually got leaked. Sadly, it didn't reveal too much about the game, but it just revealed what you could get for finishing the game. Um, a Saturn prototype game called Armed appeared on eBay. There was also more Sonic Forces news and more Yakuza news, but nothing really important because, you know, 
it was just minor stuff, I guess. And it was important at the time, but now it's not very important because, um, you know, it's not important now because we already know the news. And during the odd, on the first of October, at the very beginning of the month, the Sega Genesis flashback console from At Games was revealed, or re- the release date was revealed, and the game list was also revealed. And um, that console got mixed receptions when it was eventually launched. Um, yeah, so we currently got quite a lot of people in the chat actually, because we got Shaddix, we have Electric Boogaloo, we have Frost Impact, we have Dev Flare, we have Jamie. We have John the VG Nerd, we have Doom Girl, we have Doan. Yeah, we've just got all those people here. We've also got Rexy. All of these people might not be active, but they've been chatting recently, so of course I'm going to have to, uh, you know, give them a mention right there. And for the most part, our song, our song, also my song picks for the night will be based on will be based on sort of what I'm talking about because I'm going to be going for three months at a time but I'm going to base these two off the month of December so I'm going to kick things or kick off this block and kick things off of a track from Jet Set Radio Future this is I Love Love You Love Love Super Dimension Mix right here on the Topical Resort You love love me, I love you. You love love me, I love love you. You love love me, I 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 love
next request resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8. Or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiose.ga forward slash Discord. <laughs> And welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Rob Cartier's Outracks. That was Outrun Bay featuring James Landino, which is a remix of Passing Breeze from the original Outrun. Absolute tune if I do say so myself. There was a lot of love for that one in the chat. And for that was a track from Jet Set Radio Future. That was I Love Love You, Super Love Love Super Dimension Mix. And now it is time to recap a bit more news, but not before I recap what's happening in the Discord. And it is um, quickly devolved, I say devolved, whatever you think of it, into uh, Shadow the Hedgehog memes. This happens this happens on a regular basis, but it, it just so happened to happen now. So there's that. But yeah, so we're going to be going back through a bit more news. Uh, we're only on page 7 of about 40, so you better get comfortable. So, uh, hang on, did I actually put in any music for here? No, okay, I didn't. I just had to check something quick. Yeah, I think I swapped out that track. Okay. I just had to look over that. So, kick, uh, sorry, ending off the month of September, because we're currently in September now, was Sonic 2 HD's second demo was finally available to download, uh, featuring different teams to the original demo. It's now done by different people, and we did an interview of them on the Sega Lounge, so go ahead and listen to that. Tying into the news of Sonic Adventure 2 being backwards compatible on Xbox One, Sonic Adventure 1 went backwards compatible on Xbox One, and it went backwards compatible before Adventure 2, <coughs> probably because it's a better game. Who said that? Um, aside from that, there was... Atlas went after people posting videos of Persona 5 running in PS3 emulators, because apparently playing the game through an emulator taints the experience of the player. But I really sense it's because they thought copyright issues were going to happen. Uh, I did actually get a date wrong because um, the Kickstarter for Interpret is it was launched on was launched in uh, September. However, it ended in October. Sonic Forces showed off Casino Forest Zone very lacklusterly because they picked a really bad section of the zone to show off, and they also, for some reason, I don't think the music in that version sounds as good as uh, the the actual game. I think it might be using an older version of the track. I have no clue. Aside from that, the world was taken by a shock when Sonic Forces partnered with the Japanese chain of Hooters restaurants. And if you don't know what Hooters is, uh, I'd recommend Googling it. Because I'm not going to tell you what it is. And only Google it if you're stupid enough or don't know what it is. That, that's what I have to say. Um, yeah, it's something that's not very family, f or a restaurant that's not very family friendly, and they decided of all games they could partner with it. You not 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 Yakuza, which has restaurants in the game similar to Hooters. No, we're not going to go with that. We're instead going to go with Sonic Forces, a children's game to be promoted in an adult restaurant. 
And not adult as in, you know, it's 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 your bar or something. No. An adult restaurant. That sort of restaurant. Why Sonic Forces? It's such a weird choice. But whatever. And apparently, to this day, this alliance is still going on. So there's that. Uh, the plot for Sonic Forces was finally revealed in this month, which I guess is exciting. The Sega Dreamcast Collected Works Kickstarter was launched, which is done by Read Only Memories and very good books they produce, and I'm sure the Dreamcast one will be as well. Accuser Kiwami 2 will have fully playable versions of Virtual Fighter 2 and Virtual On. It was also revealed during this month that Sonic Forces would have a digital bonus edition and it would also have Day 1 DLC in the form of Episode Shadow. Which wasn't very good, admittedly, but it had one cutscene which is now infamous, which is very laughable. So you had that to be able to look forward to. You also had the fact that Monaco Grand Prix for the Dreamcast was brought back online once again thanks to DreamPie. Although technically it was online through custom servers, DreamPie is by far the biggest custom server. So you're going to be able to actually play with people on DreamPie if you have the game, which is exciting, I guess. Fantasy Star Online 2 Cloud was announced to be coming to the Nintendo Switch. There was also a Humble Bundle with Sega titles in it. I guess that's exciting if you like Humble Bundles. Sonic Forces Speed Battle during September soft launched in the Philippines and Canada. This was actually how I played it because I, I didn't play it before this. Well, no, I didn't play it when it went worldwide. I only originally played it when it was soft launched. Um, there was a... There was a Easter egg in the Shenmue 3 trailer, speaking of which, a Shenmue 3 trailer dropped this month in which most people complained because the facial animations looked really bad and in general the animations looked quite poor. But Shenmue fans being Shenmue fans defended the life out of it despite it looking slightly worrying that the biggest ever kickstarted game looked dread, not dreadful, but looked as in visuals looked dreadful. So, yeah, that sort of worried a few people. Uh, the Dreamcast, according to the 1990, or sorry, the 1999 date, officially turned 18 years old. Although, if you go by the Japanese date, it's actually 19, but whatever. There was Sega and Insert Coin collaborated on new Sonic the Hedgehog merchandise, with the Pixar showing being the absolutely lovely Sonic the Hedgehog hoodie, which we gave away during Winterfest, and uh, a few tears were shed. When I had to wrap that one up because it looks so nice. Congratulations to Garrico for winning that one, by the way. There was a website domain for Untitled uh, Popolochris game. Says that. Darts of the Dead was announced and details of it surfaced during the month of September. Sega announced the crossover, although we don't really still know what that is. Um, the best news for the month of September. Despite the fact I think it actually came out in August, if I remember correctly, was Radio Sega's new epic mashup album was released with proceeds going to special effect. Yes, um, so we released Collision Theory around this time, and the proceeds went to the charity special effect. You help disabled people play video games with a creation of special technology. A very good charity, if I do say so myself. So, you know, we picked a very good cause at that, and. On top of that, the album itself was very good. I recommend you go and give it a download. I think the donations have now ended because we gave away the grand prize for the donations, which was a Sonic Mania vinyl. Congratulations to the lucky winner of that one, by the way. I'm sorry. I, I don't actually know what your username was because I was never given it. But, yeah. So, 
that that was a very cool thing that happened around that time. Our first charity album, but not our first adventure into charity. Uh, Sonic Mania, Sonic Mania's Denuvo DRM was cracked within eight days of the PC's launch. Um, for those of you who don't know, Sonic Mania on PC launched with DRM, and not many people like DRM, but it was cracked within eight days to remove the DRM, so obviously now, um, if you're that way inclined, you can pirate the game, or if you own the game on PC, you can download that version instead, because the version without DRM is actually much better, because it allows better controller support than the one on Steam, for some reason. Um, Darts to the Dead was sort of unofficially announced when it was trademarked by Sega at the beginning of September, and Atlas were also teasing Catherine 2, which I believe actually turned out to be a remake of the first one, if I remember correctly. Um, right at the end of August, Sonic Forces Bonus Edition went up for pre-order, and this also includes bonus Sega items, such as Sega avatars, or Sega costumes for your avatars, and a shadow costume for your avatar. There was also this time... I'm trying to recall what else... Oh yeah, the uh, controller skins were announced if you're in America. If you weren't in America, then the packing item was art cards, which is what I have because I'm in Europe, and they look very nice. So apparently, it also surfaced that Fist of the North Star, the Yakuza version, or the, the Yakuza team's take on Fist of the North Star doesn't run on the Dragon Engine, which is the new version of the Yakuza engine. Um, and it was explained, but yeah, it's very odd. A very odd of a choice, they didn't do that. Um, it was... <sighs> Con- ooh. Controversy rises at Yakuza conference after offensive m- remarks were made. <laughs> I, I want to read about this. I'm, g- I'm going to actually read up into this. <laughs> I'm sorry, that actually makes me quite... That actually makes me laugh quite a bit, even though... Okay, I can actually read this out, but, uh... Do I want to is the question more so, I guess? Um, if you want to know the rough details, it's basically has something to do with Koreans and sort of the recent, you know, sort of conflicts between North Korea and the US, even though this is Japan. I don't know why. Uh, Sega asked Western fans about new interest in new Yakuza games using a survey, and they also announced that Yakuza Online and Yakuza Kiwami 2 were coming out both in 2018. Actually, but I think Yakuza Kiwami 2 came out this year. Um, and they also announced that the Yakuza Studio will be creating a Fist of the North Star game for PS4. And, yeah, it was also leaked that Yakuza Kiwami 2 would be coming out thanks to a PSN listing. Which is a shame, because it would have been nice to have it be a surprise, but there we go. Uh, Sonic Forces Tag Team Mode was officially shown off uh, during the month of August. And it was also revealed that Sonic Forces will run at 4K 60fps on the Xbox One X. So if you don't have a good PC, that's a, pretty much the second best option. Yakuza 6 received its Western launch date, which is the 20th of March. It was also revealed that there'd be two premium editions of the game. And Shen- Shenmue 3, it was officially revealed to be published by Deep Silver. Um, and Jamie rightfully pointed out the RS album was the 1st of September 2017. Thank you for pointing that out, because I actually forgot when it was. Uh, Sonic Mania, of course, came out on the 15th of August, and to very high praise to this day, is apparently the best-rated Sonic game since Sonic Adventure 2 from 2001. 
And uh, for some reason, the release date for Sonic Forces was revealed, which is E10 Plus in the US. Um, the few other things. Oh yeah, Chain Chronicle, which was an old mobile RPG that shut down like many other Sega Network games due to lack of interest, like such as Sonic Runners, for example. Uh, the social media account for that game teased that it might be making a comeback. So there we go. Uh, let me just remind myself what months I am doing. Okay, I'm going up to July. Good to know, good to know. At this time, it, August 12th, it was revealed that... Wait, was it August 12th or was it earlier? I think it might have been earlier. Okay, yeah, August 11th, the PC version of Sonic Mania was delayed to August 29th. The reason given at the time was for optimization because apparently the game wasn't running very well. Although it was later revealed that this was a last minute decision to put in Denuvo DRM, which obviously got fans up in arms. Because, you know, uh, it's not nice to buy a game and then be told, oh yeah, we're delaying it, and then have it, or we're delaying it to fix the game, then be completely lied to because they're delaying it instead to add DRM. It was not a nice situation. However, it was not added by Christian Whitehead and his team, it was added by Sega Europe, so they are not to blame here. The Sonic 25th anniversary art book was finally released after many delays. Uh, Ristar was launched for Sega Forever, and I think this is quite notable because I think this was the most they actually promoted a Sega Forever release outside of the original batch because they haven't really promoted anything else, but they did do quite a lot of promotion for Ristar. Like, they made a few promotional videos for the social media. Shout outs to Danny, by the way. Uh, on the 9th of August, Res Infinite was randomly released out of nowhere to Steam and Oculus Store. So now you can play Res Infinite using PC VR, um, VR systems rather than PlayStation VR. Which I guess is good for some people, but... I don't know, I guess I'd rather just play it normally, in which case I can now play it on PC as well. Alex Kidd and Miracle World's homebrew sequel was officially released. We had them on the Sega Lounge as well. It looks like a very fun game, even if I am awful at Alex Kidd games. But yeah, check that one out. Um, Sonic Mania competition mode was announced, where the announcer of the competition mode was Takanobu Mitsuyoshi, who is needs no introduction to Sega fans and is just a complete legend in the Sega series. And there was quite a lot of hate and backlash, actually, because a lot of Sonic fans are ignorant and don't actually know who he is. And said, this announcer sounds bad, this announcer sounds horrible, he sounds way too over the top. Obviously, them not ever having played Daytona USA or any major Sega game, because they all contain Mitsuyoshi, the absolute legend. But they didn't know who he was, because they're ignorant Sonic fans who've only ever played Sonic games. It was announced that two Persona dancing games are coming, Persona 3 and Persona 5 dancing all night. And Yakuza Kiwami had a free DLC schedule where DLC was released for absolutely free, which is how it should be done. Aside from that, Alien Isolation was given VR support thanks to modding. Um, aside from that, we had a few other things in the month of July, because we're now on to July. I've to scroll through because there's just quite a lot of things that don't actually mean much. Okay, so in in this month, Sonic ended their like 20 plus year 
sought partnership with Archie Comics, who used to make the Sonic the Hedgehog con- comics, and they revealed a new partnership with IDW Publishing to begin a new Sonic the Hedgehog comic, with quite a lot of old team members from the Archie comics actually coming over, so I think it's going to be a better deal for everyone. Um, Infinite's theme song was also released during the month of July, as well as WWE Tap Mania, the, the mobile game. Uh, the Dream PSU Kickstarter was announced, a mod which helps save your Dreamcast from PSU death. Basically, it's a better PSU for your Dreamcast that will give it a bit longer life because the one in there is not very good. Uh, a new Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom demo was shown at Gamescom, and I think there's one more page and that'll be it. Oh yeah, a new trailer for Sonic Runners Adventure was shown, despite the fact that Sonic Runners Adventure had initially been released back in about May time, but they released a trailer for the game officially releasing outside of soft launch on their own website. Sega Forever also revealed that they had interest in bringing indie games to the service, so indie games for the Mega Drive and Dreamcast in particular may have been coming to the service, however we haven't heard much more about that, same time we haven't heard much about Saturn and Dreamcast games coming to the service. Um, a Total War Saga was announced. Mm. I think that's it for the month of July. Oh no, Sonic the Hedgehog's original creator, um, Naoto Oshima, designed new artwork for Sonic Mania. It was not officially used, but he still did it anyway, and it looks very cool. I've had quite a lot of messages into the chat, because that was a very long break right there. And Jamie said, yeah, don't forget that PC gamers had to wait two weeks for Mania. And Elisha Wiggly was right. They still do release new trailers for, for Sega Forever games, but unfortunately, they don't really get the publicity that other Sega Forever trailers get, but they did quite a lot of marketing for Risto, which is why I said it was probably the biggest release outside the original releases. Um, yeah, and there's just general talk about all the news that was going on here. Um, that's my own server, that's probably not worth reading, I'd imagine. But yeah, aside from that, I think that's pretty much it, except for one thing. <laughs> we received a spam email on the Topical Resort email account, and uh, this has become stuff of legend, because every off-topic, I always read off these spam emails that I get that always make no sense. Except there's just one issue. This one actually does make sense. They have upped their spam game here, people. So um, this one's sent from our good old friend Pam Lopez, Not Lopez, Pam Lopez. And uh, the the title is first page on Google. She shouts it. Um, Hello, we would like to share our observations related to your operational website. What website? I don't have a website connected to this email. Though your website is great and has all the information that prospective customers of your niece will search for. However, it has a lot of scoping getting optimized in line with search engine guidelines. Come first page on search results. Please let me know if you're willing to discuss possible optimization possibility, so I can send you more details on the package slash action or schedule a call. If you like, we would like 15 minutes of your time at a date slash time suitable for you, and show you how we can add value to your business and help improve your bottom line. We look forward to your mail. 
Kind regards, Pam Lupez, business development manager. Note, if you're not interested, you can simply reply with no. We will never contact you again. I'm sorry, Pam, but I don't have a topical resort website. Although if I have, I'm sure you wouldn't be the first person I'd email about it. But there we go. But yeah, perhaps we should tell her that we are, in fact, available Friday at 7pm so we, she can give us a quick 15-minute call and uh, we can air it live right here on the Topical Resort. But up next is the Request Resort, where you can send in requests relating to the topic of the episode, except one issue. There is no topic of this episode, so you can send in any gaming music, not just Sega, any gaming music you want to hear on the show. We have quite a lot of requests, so, you know, perhaps get in there quick if you want anything. You know, send it to me in a DM on Discord, uh, radioc.ga forward slash Discord, I'm Green Vaporate. Or send it to us on Twitter, at Radio Sega, at Topical Resort, at the Green Vaporate. All those places will nab you a request. And, um, as always... Electric Boogaloo has got in there first. I apologise, Jamie. Electric Boogaloo has beaten you once again. He requested this ages ago, so I had to put this on. So, kicking off the block from Street Fighter 3, Third Strike Online Edition. This is Jazzy NYC 99, Subway Station, right here on the Topical Resort. Request Resorts.
and welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. So what you just heard there, it was from Sonic After the Sequel, and that was Breakfast Time for Horizon Heights Boss Phase 2. And that was requested by... Let me just check. That was requested by HyperSonic underscore fan on Twitter who wanted something from Sonic After the Sequel, and I thought, well, I've got to get something a bit punchy on, so I went in the end for Breakfast Time, which is probably my favourite After the Sequel track. And before that, from Tekken 2, the final fight, the Amiga version, that was the Desert Rocks World 1-1, as requested by Jamie64326. Before that, from Kirby's Air Ride, that was City Trial City back, uh, Backside. And uh, take a guess as, who, as to who the Kirby track was requested by. Of course it was Lost Impact. And before that, from Jun Sonoy The Works, that was After the Adventure. Now there was a bit of confusion in the chat because people said they were expecting me to talk because obviously I use that as a talk bed in my main episodes and they thought maybe I'd requested it but it was actually a request by The King so everyone go and shout at him instead. And before that from Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 that was Pack Jump Up which is an excellent song and that was requested by Dean aka Shaddix. And kicking off the block was a track request by Electric Boogaloo from Street Fighter 3, Third Strike Online Edition. That was Jazzy NYC 99 Subway Station. And now we're back with some more news roundup. And uh, we're quite a chunk of the way through. We're about halfway through now. So I guess let's just get on with it again. So kick, uh, sorry, ending off the month of June, Sonic Toon, which is the Japanese version of Sonic Boom, was available on Netflix starting July 1st. They announced it in June, so it still counts. Um, right, Altered Beasts uh, vinyl was announced by Data Discs, and it was also released, I believe, right at the end. Uh, Virtual on OT and Radiant Silver Gun are now backwards compatible on Xbox One. Sonic Mania's vinyl was announced by Data Discs at this point in time. The Sonic film was delayed to 2019. No one was really shocked because the Sonic film gets delayed every week at this point. Uh, it was during this time period that Sega Forever actually released, and it it released to a botch launch. It released early in some places on Google Play, for example. And it had tons of issues, like emulation barely worked. There was, there was an issue with Fantasy Star 2 in particular, where it was like 200 megabytes. But the game itself barely took up any. The game only took like 16 megabytes. And the rest of that, like 200 megabytes of that, was just adverts and bloat and stuff. Which people didn't like. So yeah, a very botched launch at the beginning. And um, the reputation of the service improved, but not by much really. Um, it, had it not been for the bad launch, it probably would have been a lot better. Or at least better received as a service. Uh, yeah, so Sega Forever was officially revealed, and it had a very nice reveal trailer, which actually got people excited. And in general, people were really excited for this launch. But when it came out, I think there was a lot of disappointment all over the place. Um, it was falsely revealed during this time that Sonic Forces would feature separate stories akin to Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. However, this was later revealed to be false, and much like Generations, it's all combined into one story. Sega also showed interest in Yakuza and Persona coming to the PC. Uh, in the past, they'd also shown interest of Hatsune Miku Project Diva coming to PC. But this, this instance in particular, they gave sort of a big signal that they wanted to bring these to PC, however no more news was heard about that. 
Sega Tease at Sega Forever using a uh, cassette which they sent out to people, including our own KC, and they also sent along a Bic pen with it, which is obviously a clever little reference to vinyl, not vinyls, to uh, cassettes and Bic pens. It's weird because in the past few months they've been doing a lot of vinyl stuff, but they chose to do cassette instead. I guess that's probably to lighten costs, because I imagine it's a lot cheaper to produce a cassette than it is a vinyl, especially since they were sending this out to free to sort of journalist type. Uh, Yakuza 6 and Kiwami's E3 trailers were uh, released. A new Genesis fla- flashback console was revealed. That was the At Games on which we talked about earlier. Sonic Runners Adventure Soft launched in the month of June. Chemical Plant for Sonic Mania was revealed at the beginning of June. Um, the Tech Toy Mega Drive, which is the Brazilian Mega Drive clone console, which is actually very good, was released in this month. And yeah. It's very good, but it doesn't run very well outside of Brazil, because it's meant to put up with Brazil's intermittent uh, power signal, which means it has extra sort of power, um, what is it, sort of has like extra overflow stuff built in so it doesn't overflow and fry the system, because Brazil's intermittent power would do that. Um... A fake PSO2 Twitter sends hype. So basically someone created a fake PSO2 uh, English Twitter. And it was very funny to be fair. They announced that PSO2 was coming to the West. And in about five minutes, Sega cleared it up going, This account's fake. Don't don't trust this, people. Which is weird because they normally don't clear up fake accounts. And in general, their social media is pretty useless. But yeah, in this one instance, within about five minutes, they shut down these rumours because they didn't want people to get too hopeful that Fantasy Star Online 2 was ever coming out to the West. No hope for Sega fans. You must, you must delay your hype, I guess. But um, then that's where it got funny because as soon as Sega revealed they were fake, then they started creating meme tweets. And uh, one of them was a a PSO2 vape mod, which, to be fair, got a chuckle out of me. There was also one that announced the Doritos and Mountain Dew crossover. And um, the funniest part about the Doritos and Mountain Dew thing was, um, as soon as someone posted that on Twitter, somebody in the replies goes, can you make this something more original? And um, <laughs> then like an hour later they tweet out, announcing a new partnership, and it was like an unknown soda and an unknown uh, ch- chip brand, if you want to give it the American names. Which I found quite funny, that was a quite good direct response that got a massive chuckle out of me. But yeah, that was a very fun event. Um, the PSO2 Twitter actually followed me, but I don't think their accounts... I think they deleted the account. In sadder news, Orion, who is an indie Dreamcast developer who made some great games, has announced that he will soon be ending game development as a hobby, which is sad, but whatever. Uh, Sonic Sonic's 25th anniversary statue was finally released by First Four Figures. If you recall, they announced the original 25th anniversary statue at Western Supersonic 2016, but then cancelled it, the original version, and released a new one which had a completely different design. Um, Sonic Sonic got another discount on Humble Bundle. He tends to quite a lot. Humble Bundle in general discounts Sonic stuff a lot. Um, Super Dimension Neptune vs Sega Hard Girls launches or launched on June twelfth on Steam. Obviously, we were talking about that a bit earlier on in the show. Uh, great game and great music as well. Uh, There was a way you could sign up to beta test the Steam version, and I actually did consider doing that, because I would have probably beta tested it, but I forgot to sign up at the end, which is a shame. Uh, Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire 
exited its soft launch at the end of May and officially released in on June 1st in all major countries because it was previously in soft launch like the Philippines in January which was once again how I originally played it I tend to play the soft launches if it's like a soft launch I'll tend to play it just to give like feedback and stuff but I won't ever really play the worldwide worldwide release and that was the same deal with this and Sonic uh, Forces I played this back in January and I thought it was okay but that's why I personally didn't choose to get it when it came out again although a lot of people seem to love it the pre-order trailer for Sonic Mania was revealed and it looked absolutely awesome because that was where they showed off the elevator footage as well as the um, sort of pencil test sketch style animation and this was where the song Time Trials also came from. Time Trials was the theme of this pre-order trailer that was never used anywhere in the game and that's honestly I'd prefer it if that would have been the intro song because I really love Time Trials but Friends is okay. Friends is the actual intro theme. Sonic Forces, sorry, Sonic, I keep saying Forces, Sonic made his release date was accidentally leaked through a Steam trailer, which told, which said right at the end of the Steam trailer, which was the wrong version which they weren't meant to release, it said that it releases on August 15th, and there was speculation as to whether this was the correct date, but it in fact turned out it was true, although the trailer was quickly removed. Seaman uh, news was teased. A Seaman 3 or another PC port was teased for Seaman because the crew members were all wearing Seaman shirts. Another news, the Gunstar Heroes vinyl was released during June, but it was announced during May time. Um, there was a lot of speculation about Sega Forever, and people thought it was a subscription game service, and that was the common theme. During this month, Sega of Japan announced the Amazing Sega Identity, which is you know, a complete rebranding for Sega, and it's sort of... I don't know what you'd call it, but it's sort of like new intro is Sega printed onto like a blue close a close up of a blue eye, close up of some random woman's blue eye. It was very odd, and I was confused by it, and it just doesn't say Sega to me. But since this initial announcement in May, we haven't actually heard anything about it, so I assume they're not going forward with this because all recent games haven't contained this. And I believe. This is the news that we originally talked about on the first episode of Off Topical Resort, because uh, the first one, the first Off Topic episode, actually took place in May. So I believe this, we probably would have talked about all this. Sonic Forces was announced to include a custom character mode, which was the first for the series. Uh, this was the first time the custom character was actually shown off, despite the fact the game had been around for almost a year at this point. Sega announced they wanted to bring back dormant IPs, aiming for a big release. Um, they say this all the time. It doesn't mean it's true, they just say they want to do it to get people in their good books. Flying Battery Zone was revealed for Sonic Mania. As well as that, the Vanquish, P the Vanquish PC port was also announced, which was a port of the 316 PS3 original. Titan IDE was announced, which is a Dreamcast game development software, and it was also released during the month of May. And Wonder Boy The Dragon's Trap got a physical release from um, Limited Run Games. But, yeah, due to the name, it was only Limited Run. You could only get it in a very short period of time, and there was only, 
a couple thousand copies available. However, there is now an official physical release, which will be coming out next year. Shout-outs to British Andy for getting it for me. Um, it's going to be for Switch, and it's going to be for PS4, and it'll be available at retail. I like this, which was a couple thousand copies available as soon as you could get one, and it'll go away immediately after that. So, yeah, that's a much better deal, but yes, there was a physical version of Wonderboy the Dragon's Trap at this point in time. Tectoy announces new Genesis game, as well as announcing a partnership with Sega at this time. Um, as well, some new details finally came out about Sonic Extreme. Not not X with like the letter X, but Extreme is in the skateboarding game for the original Xbox, which was cancelled. Uh, new details were revealed about it through an Unseen 64 and Andrew Borman video, who are both um, beta and development versions of the game. They both archive them, which is very nice. Uh, we got a few more pieces to be able to go for here. Let me just check what you guys have been saying in the Discord. Because you've been saying quite a lot of stuff, actually. Oh, yeah, I forgot to, um... I forgot to actually talk about that one. The At Games Genesis consoles, basically, for those of you who don't know, At Games make knockoff... Well, officially... They're officially licensed. They make knockoff Genesis consoles, and they were always known to be okay. Like the handheld ones in particular were really nice. But the one issue they had was they had awful sound emulation, but that's now been fixed in new models, according to fans and also hackers. Because I believe they, they were the ones who discovered that. Um, a few more bits and pieces in the month of. Are we in April now? Yeah, okay, we're in April. So, new screenshots of Mon Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom were revealed. Sonic Forces Green Hill was revealed at the end of April. And this was the first time there was major divide over Sonic Forces. Like, before this, people were sort of eh, but this was the first time people started to go, I am slightly worried for this game because this level design looks terrible and this music sounds horrible. But in the end, the music turned out to be alright. Sonic Time Twisted, which was a major fan game, was released during this time, and yeah, it was pretty good actually, not gonna lie. I quite enjoyed it. So Bayonetta's PC port was upgraded to include a Vanquish teaser trailer, which obviously later became the Vanquish teaser, and yeah, and that, that gives us the news of Bayonetta's PC, which we'll be talking about in just a second. So Daytona Championship 3 was actually spotted in Florida, which I guess marked the first official release of the game, although there was never an official release, it was just sort of, places got it and then they put it out as soon as possible. Um, Hover, which is a Jet Set Radio fan game, got an update which includes two tracks from Hideki Naganuma, obviously the composer, of the, or the main composer of the Jet Set Radio games. Both of which are very good. We played them quite a lot on this show. Endless Space 2 was announced to launch on May 19th. Pio Pio Tetris had a demo available in the Japanese eShop. And as well, Pio Pio Tetris also released in the West during this month because obviously it had been a massive joke among the Sega community because Pio Tetris released in 2014 uh, overseas, but there was licensing issues which would meant it would never come to the West. However, it finally came to the West this year for Switch and PS4 in 2017. Yakuza Kill Army's release date was announced, and Bayonetta, a 
Oh, and you play in project was teased by Platinum Games. Obviously, now we know that was Bayonetta 3. But at the time, they were teasing all sorts of stuff. Like, they wanted to make a genre game. They wanted to make a new, like, sort of game based on monsters and stuff. And this brings us to the Bayonetta news that Bayonetta was finally ported to PC at, at April the 11th. Sonic Runner's Adventure was actually leaked on the Gameloft website around the April time. And this was around the time we actually started the Topical Resort. Because around this time, uh, we were doing the mobile games episode, and Sonic Rise Adventure was leaked on the day the mobile episode happened. Um, this was also the time when Sega announced WWE Tap Mania, which also was announced on the same day that um, the mobile episode happened. Uh, let's have a look as well. Ah, uh, yes. Atlas put a streaming ban on on Persona 5, for those of you who don't know. So what happened was, Persona 5, you couldn't stream past a certain date in the game to avoid... Well, the, the thing was to avoid spoilers. However, they would instantly copyright block any playthroughs. They would take down any streams and ban your account. It wasn't like a sort of thing of, like, okay, just please mention the spoilers. It's, no, you're not streaming past this date for spoilers, otherwise we will take down your account. Atlas in general, they just don't... People complain that Sega don't know how to treat their fans, but Atlas's streaming ban, as well as Atlas's um, takedown of emulators, just proves how sort of out of touch they are compared to Sega. It was also revealed that there were no plans to release the Bayonetta Amiibo, which were announced for Smash Bros. During this time, however, they were later released, both the Bayonetta 1 and 2 ones. Um, Bayonet 8-Bit Bayonetta was released for Steam, which was a port of a Bayonetta Flash game, which was released around the time of Bayonetta 2's release. And um, in the in the achievements on Steam, it links to a, webs a website, and this website counted down to the release of Bayonetta for PC, which we just talked about. As well as that, Persona 5 released in April to massive success. It actually broke through to the mainstream and became the biggest selling game in the UK charts the week it came out, which is very surprising, because not even big RPGs like Final Fantasy tend to do that, so the fact that Persona 5 got to number one in the UK charts was a really big deal, actually. And this is the month of March now, so I'm going to stop talking and we're going to come back to this. But yeah, I I've been talking quite a lot, my throat actually hurts now, because I've been talking for like 20 minutes each talk bed. Uh, Dibgo says, quite correctly, At Games is horrible, WWE, oh, not WWE, that's, that's Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo is, um, changing my mind, Tech Toy or Get Out, and that's exactly what I agree with, Tech Toy and, are absolutely amazing at making flashback style consoles, which is why I really hope they bring that new Mega Drive, the new HDMI Mega Drive, to the West, because that would be so awesome. Well, the West is in outside of South America, because that would be really nice. But since Sega Forever launched, we're going to kick things off with a track which was used in the launch trailer for Sega Forever, and then we're going to play some music from Wonderboy, The Dragon's Trap. So, from Space Harrier 2, this is Theme, right here, on the Topical Resort.
Once again, welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. We've gone off topic and that means we're recapping the month's news, except with a twist, because we're actually recapping the year's news. So you just heard that was from Wonderboy the Dragon's Trap 2017 version. That was the hospital theme, and for that, speaking of themes, from Space Harrier, not Space Harrier 2, because apparently that's tagged wrong. For some reason, that's incorrect, I don't know why. So from Space Harrier, that is the main theme, and that obviously ties into Sega Forever, which launched towards the beginning of the year. Speaking of the beginning of the year, we're going to be going over the months of March to January, so why don't we get started, but first of all, yeah, all, all that basically happened in the chat room was, or in our Discord, RadioSC.GF4Discord, all that basically happened was people complaining that I got the music or the title wrong, because apparently that isn't Space Area 2. I, I apologise, I, I, I know I've let you down. Um, on Twitter we got a response because I mentioned how Sega Forever got some slightly mixed responses and uh, Shields replied Dreamcast on Android please I agree, that'd be nice but yeah we are officially now going back to the month of March which you may recall is when Topical Resort actually started right at the end of March with our Sega Rhythm Games episode so, Valkyria Revolution was announced to launch June 27th in America and June 30th in Europe. Cool stuff if you like Valkyria Revolution, except that was critically panned, so you probably don't. Um, Spark the Electric Jester gets a release date, and then another release date, and then another release date, and then another release date, because it was pushed back quite a lot of times, however it was eventually released in April. Um, One Boy the Dragon's Trap, before this was uh, released, they actually made the decision to add Wonder Girl. By the way, Wonder Girl is the best way to play the game, just saying. Um, yes, I guess, if that's your style, go right ahead. Aside from that, we also had Cave Stories Mega Drive port was finally re-leering completion. Cool stuff, you like Mega Drive Homebrew, and if you like Cave Story. By the way, if you don't like Cave Story, why don't you like Cave Story? Flying Battery Zone was officially revealed, although it was revealed later on. This was the original reveal, and it was at the Sonic Southwest Southwest panel where they also revealed that Sonic Mania would sadly be getting delayed from its spring release date to August 15th, 2017. And then August 20... Hang on, I'm doing the math. August 29th, 2017. It was also at this time that Project Sonic 2017 was officially renamed to Sonic Forces to mixed reception. But I think for the most part people like the name Sonic Forces, except for all the horrible stale Sonic Forces you to play Sonic Forces jokes. Because <laughs> Forces, because <laughs> he's forcing you to do something. <laughs> it's not like people are still making that joke months later and it's still not funny. Oh, oh. So the Pierce Solar developer finally teased a new Genesis game, which is some good stuff because Pierce Solar is a great game. Some concept art was revealed for Project Sonic 2017. The Floygen Bros developers helped to release DLC after all these years. They created an unlocker for the DLC for the classic... I say classic, no one likes it. <laughs> the Dreamcast game. Um, Sonic Mania footage showcasing Green Hill Zone Act 2 was released. Uh, the release date for Wonder Boy The Dragon's Trap was revealed. PlayStation now got 13 different Sega games. And Interpret Izzy was actually announced, although it wasn't put up for Kickstarter yet. Um, the Sega Hogwarts Blu-ray and DVD combo was released in the West on May 30th. 
<laughs> it looks really good, but it's really expensive, which is why I haven't imported it yet. But yeah, it's ex it's very expensive for 13 episodes. It's like £60. <laughs> the only person I know who actually bought that is Scary Red, so uh, more power to you, but that's very expensive. Galaxy Force 2 Thunderblade were announced to come to vinyl through data discs. And going back... Oh, uh, Toejaminel Back in the Groove was announced to come to Nintendo Switch. It was announced ages ago, but the Switch version was finally brought back. In the month of February, it was announced that Sega games will be included in Xbox Game Pass. Um, this is funny, this was one of the many rumours that Shenmue 1 and 2 HD were coming this year. Obviously, it's now the end of 2017, and I must say I've been really enjoying playing Shenmue 1 and 2 HD. <laughs> one of the many announcements that it was coming was in February. Uh, this was a rather sweet one, which we actually reported about on our own website, you know, back when we uh, actually did news. <coughs> Sega, oh, sorry, Shenmue's composer wrote a new Shenmue track in memory of a deceased fan. This fan's name was Roger Swan and he passed away in 2010 from a medical condition, sadly. But that is very sweet and I've heard the track and I can I can actually track it down again, but yeah, it, it was it was some sweet stuff. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, Res Infinite's latest patch for PlayStation 4 included PlayStation Move features as well as improved audio. Uh, the retro and modern graphic styles were revealed for Wonder Boy the Dragon's Trap. For those of you who don't know, you can switch back and forth simultaneously between 8-bit graphics and brand new graphics in the game. Rush Rush Rally Reloaded was announced at Dreamcast, which is a re-release of the original Rush Rush Rally with more features. Basically, they brought it to the Wii Shop channel and added a bunch of new features. Or well, It was originally on Dreamcast, then they brought it to the Wii Shop channel with a bunch of new features. Then they ported that version back to the Dreamcast. Someone sold a Dreamcast signed by Fred Durst for $700 on eBay. Uh, Alice's Dreams Tournament, a Dreamcast indie game, was finally released and it looked very snazzy in its packaging because they made tons of different stuff. First of all, Figures announced a Silver the Hedgehog figurine. Very cool. Um, War Pirates, which was a free-to-play mobile Sega game, is now was now available worldwide. Finally, like after years of this petition being around, if you don't recall, this petition used to get talked about a lot on the Sega Lounge back in like 2015. The Sega Lego petition finally surpassed 10,000 supporters and Lego commented on the project. It was basically classic Sega arcade machines reimagined in Lego form. It was very cool. The Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis Collection book released by Read Only Memories was being reprinted through Kickstarter. Um... Okay, this it was in February that the release date was finally announced for Pure Tetris in North America and Europe. We're sort of going to a lot of filler articles I can notice here. Mutant Football League returns on Kickstarter. We actually did an interview with those guys. Very cool stuff right there. Um, what else have we got? Retron 5 announced... Oh, sorry. Retron 5 released a Game Gear and Master System adapter for 
obviously the Retron 5 console. I used to have one, I no longer have one, however. Um, they announced this adapter back in, like, 2015. They just never did anything with it until now. Because I remember, because I was actually going to buy it, because I sort of had interest in playing Master System games on there, but I'm glad I didn't, because it was really expensive, and in the end I ended up selling it. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, more filler. Ghostblade HD was announced to be coming to Steam, Xbox One, PS4, and Wii U, strangely, rather than Switch. For those of you who don't know, Ghostblade was a really popular indie shoot-em-up released on the Dreamcast by, uh, what was the name, Hughcast. And it was really expensive on Dreamcast, which is why it sold quite poorly. And it was also only sold through PlayAsia. However, this re-release of Ghostblade HD made it £15 and it was available on all modern consoles, meaning it was widely accessible, so that release did a lot better. Uh, there is a lot of filler articles here because there was not really any news. Sonic Mania was announced for Nintendo Switch because originally it was only announced for PS4, Xbox One and PC. However, in January, a Nintendo Switch version was confirmed. Uh, it was also during that um, Nintendo Switch presentation, which was really awkward. Mm, what else? The domain name Shenmue HD was registered by Seg of Europe. So there was that, except it didn't happen again. Ha <laughs> ha It never happens. Shenmue HD never happens, people. Right at the beginning of the month, um, Shenmue, uh, Shen, Shenmue? No, it wasn't Shenmue. <laughs> Yakuza Zero was released in the West to very, very high praise as well as very good sales figures. As well, during the month of January, Hatsune Miku Project Diva Future Tone was released to the West, and one more thing was released. What was it? What was it? I can't recall. Apologies. Um. And that was it for the month of January. And that was it for the year's Sega news. That was quite a lot of Sega news. And we were also overrunning quite a bit because I was talking quite a lot during this talk bed. So yeah. Uh, we also had another response on Twitter. They want Vector Man or they they want Altered Beast. Altered Beast, Vector Man and Alex Kidd for Sega Forever. Uh Oh, I need to retweet that. That is important. It's the 10th anniversary of Sono's Perfect Maths class next month, which is um, which is a track I like to request quite a lot on RS. I've been requesting it a lot this week. So, yeah, there's some good stuff. There wasn't really a lot of talk in the Discord during that talk, so I guess I'm going to get on with some more music because I'm quite far behind. So we're going to kick things off with a track from Persona 5 because it was obviously released during this time frame. And then after that, um, although it wasn't released during this time frame, it was actually released during the April time frame, I really wanted to play a track from this game. So we're going to be playing a track from Persona 5 and then a track from Sparkly Electric Jester, which is a an original game, however, it is sort of based on Sonic the Hedgehog as well as other 90s games and it is also um, made by someone who used to make a lot of Sonic fan games we, we did an interview of him as well <laughs> we do quite a lot of interviews let's kick off the block is a track from Persona 5 this is Rivers in the Desert right here on the Topka Resort and we have gone off topic meaning we have finally finished 
recapping the year's Sega news. So for now, let's celebrate with some music.
Missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Discord Cooling. And welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard that was from Spark, the Electric Jester. That was the ultimate final boss theme. And um, I was trying to start a bit of a war in the chat. It didn't really work because I proposed a very good question. What is the better ultimate final boss theme? The ultimate final boss from Spark, the Electric Jester or Egg Reverie from Sonic Mania? Both of which have been like my two favourite gaming tracks of the year so it was hard to pick one but I think in the end I, ultimately I have to go with Spark the Electric Jester's ultimate final boss because oh, the guitar there is so nice gotta love it and for that was a track from Persona 5 that was also a belter that was Rivers in the Desert which has become a classic here on Radio Sega but now it's time for the Discord call in and join Discord. and from there you have a chance of being on the show if you join the chill out with your microphone enabled so you've got all that to be able to go for right there. So we're going to drag on our first guest. I've given them warning if if they're not prepared. Oh well. And welcome to the show, I. It's a good start. Oh wow. Let wait. Hang on. Let's try and fix this. I feel like this is probably just on my end and I'm messing something up quite badly. Hang on, let's try this again. Sorry, I. Uh, okay, right, hang on, I'm going to reset my Discord because Discord doesn't like me today. Another go. Ah! Okay, right, let's completely restart Discord. Uh, except I can't because it's actually removed the tray icon from the bottom. Um, where is it? I'm going to completely have to kill the process using Task Manager. That is brilliant. I love you, Discord. You are so good at doing your job. <laughs> I joke because you're awful. I hate you, Discord. If, if you're listening, I love, I love you really. <sighs> in the meantime, in the meantime, let's just hope I can get it working. Because if not, <laughs> I think Andy's just rubbed his bad luck onto me because it, this happened to him. And I laughed because it happened to him. <laughs> now it's happening to me. That's why you don't laugh at others' misfortune, people. Try the website version, that won't help because the issue here is probably the cable. Uh, ooh, do, 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 do. There we go, that's better. Hello? Hello, I can hear you now. Okay, I was going to tell them, I had the radio on because I was, I was worried I was on top of the resort, like on my own, like 
live on air or something. <laughs> no, no, you're all good. Apologies. I don't know why Discord decided it didn't want to work there, but we are here now. So, welcome to the show, Air. What would you like to talk about today? Um, I, well, um, I just um, just uh, about half an hour ago, I uh, watched, um, I don't know if it's an old one, sometime from this year, um, an interview with uh, Yu Suzuki um, at uh, Gamescon in Germany. Um, it's a bit weird, it's, um, it, it's, a, it's a French interviewer, but it had English subtitles, and obviously Yu Suzuki was speaking Japanese. It's just so, language, language sort <laughs> of exception uh, in that yeah. case. Yeah, it was uh, t- talking about. Uh, it was, I mean, a lot of it was stuff that I already knew, but um, it was talking about how, like, the free battle system um, is that, like, in Shenmue 1 and 2, it was like you fight one person, then you defeat them, and then another one kind of, like, replaces them. Um, so it's like one on one. But with this one, you're supposed to be somehow able to fight, like, like three or four people at the same time, so they'll all be trying to punch you and stuff. It's a little bit like um, Yakuza, but I think it'll be a little bit more um, developed a little bit more. So um, it'll be a little bit more advanced. Yeah, it'll have the Shenmue polish to it rather than the Yakuza engine, I guess. Yeah, some some of the questions the guy was asking were a bit... I mean, they, they were useful questions because, I mean, it might have simply been that other people had, um, had asked him to ask those questions. Um, but it was like talking about... Um, like, oh, he, he, is it going to be like more action-paced, a bit more far, fast? And there was like video uh, pictures and videos um, at the same time of like Grand Theft Auto or something like that. And I was like, why? What's the point of asking a question that you already know the answer of? It's not going to. It's not going to be some kind of like crazy action game. It's supposed to be like a like a spiritual game. Um, That's a good way to describe it, I guess. Yeah, it's sort of. Uh, it's, it's like when people make the GTA Yakuza argument. It's like Yakuza is just Japanese GTA, when it's like, yeah, it's got yeah. combat, but that's yeah. really the only thing it has in, in common. But the, the plot in Yakuza is, you know, it's better than most mo- like most Hollywood movies. Um, yeah, I mean, they should literally just get the scriptwriters from Yakuza and just get them to write a Hollywood movie, and it will be. Like ten times better than half the stuff that's in the cinemas at the moment. It's better that's than Star Wars, anyway. <laughs> at least you didn't pay for it. <laughs> what? You said that. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, clean vibe there. Yeah, using my it was, it was really good because um, it had um, candle after, um, but I, I don't know where it was filmed. But it, I think it was it might have been like kind of like Spain or Portugal or something. I kind of like recognised the accent of the laughter. Quite cool. This is Canned Laughter on a film which isn't meant to be a comedy film. Um, Alright, sure, why not? Like at the beginning, I mean, to be honest with you, the, the bit at the end was better, but at the, at the beginning, um, there was just loads of like kind of comedy moments that that just didn't really need to be there. Those kind of like awkward like comedy moments where it's like, okay, you're supposed to be kind of like a half like kind of serious movie. What? Why is it? Trying to be like a spoof movie of itself it doesn't really. Sit no, well. <laughs> later on a bit, so it's okay. I'm definitely glad I didn't spend twenty three twenty three pounds taking my daughter to watch it. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought it was a bit steep. Thirty pounds after food. 
Yeah, well, uh, my local cinema is like £10 for a child and £13 uh, for an adult um, for that one. They decided to charge extra Star Wars because it's popular or something, so they, they decided to uh, pay extra. And then after I bought popcorn and drinks, it would be like £30. And I'm like, considering everyone, like loads of my friends have said that it's not very good, I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to pay for that. So then, but, um, there's one film um, I did watch um, a couple of days ago, which was um, the Battle of the Sexes. Um, if you, I don't know when that's out of the cinema, but if, if that's def, that's a that's a film worth watching in the cinema. It's quite good. Have you, have you heard of that film? Heard of? Don't know anything about. Um, basically, the, um, in the seventies, um, you know, the, the good old uh, sexist days, um, where w- women knew their place in the in the kitchen rubbish. And um, basically, it was the idea that w- women shouldn't be paid as much um, uh, playing tennis because they're not as good. And so, um, this guy who he, he used to be like um, like pretty good at tennis, um, but he, he he liked doing like kind of like silly stuff to like carry on making money. Um, and so he had the idea of um, playing the number one woman, woman, even though he was like fifty-seven. And like say, so, well, if he can beat like um, someone who's supposed to be in their prime, then obviously men are a lot better than women. And he beat like one person, but then um, this other um, uh, lady then then she beat him. So that kind of like put it to, like went on the path of what it is now that the women and the men's um, tennis get paid e- equally, like Wimbledon and such. So, which, which I think is, is good. I was going to say, what I'm getting from this is it's is it's real life Sega Superstars Techno. No, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> it sounds like some good stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, aside from films, any games you've been playing recently that you want to talk about? I've uh, been playing, well, n- not the last couple of days, but recently I've been playing Yakuza 3, um, which is like, quite quite interesting. Um, so not, I never really heard of it. Like the, I, I kind of went into it blind. I didn't know like what the plot of it is. It's just a bit kind of weird because it's like set in. Um, oh, what's the place? Um, you know the place where Miss Miyagi's from. Yeah, roughly. That, that yeah. Oops. Um, yeah, it's from. It's from. It's um, set there, and um, uh, Kiryu's um, got a, an orphanage where he's got like about like five or six children, and. There's loads of like kind of silly stuff going on, like like one of them lost money and they think someone stole it or something. And you have to keep people on like kind of finding where all the children are and stuff. And there's like what what um, one of the children got like kind of like punched or something um, at school. And um, so Kiryu's like, "Oh, stand up for yourself!" Punching them back. <laughs> then it turns out the, the kid the kid that was a bully at school was. Um, the headmaster's um, ch- uh, uh, son. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 um, I mean, there's lot, there's lots of fighting and, and stuff as well, but um, it, it's quite interesting. It's quite uh, a different angle on the story because um, the previous ones are obviously um, a bit, a bit darker as it were. But with, with this one, it's, um, it's a bit interesting. And there's golf in it as well. But of, of yes. course, obviously. My yeah. favourite golf. That's why I'm going to buy Yakuza Three. I know it's quite difficult at the start because I didn't understand the um, mechanics because I wasn't expecting a golf game. Um, 
<laughs> Surprisingly, I don't know. I should I should expect golf in the Yakuza game. Because, you know, yeah, well, it's coming. Japanese like golf and, and fishing and uh, baseball. Um, so yeah, golf. Um, and then I, I managed to catch a fish, which is quite good. Got the um, got, I got the rod and I found a worm on the floor, so I picked that up and uh, caught a fish. So that was fun. So uh, outside of just... uh, you, oh, go on, sorry. <laughs> no, no, yeah, carry on. I was gonna say, outside of Yakuza Three, has there been like any other sake stuff you've been looking excited, looking forward to, or you've been playing because it just released or something? Well, I'm I'm looking forward to Yakuza Six, and um, well, Shenmue's kind of sake um, for next year. Um, you know, I've got is like um, Sega um, um, Sonic Forces, which uh, I will get around mm. to getting at some point. But I don't know. It's one of those kind of things. If I could like kind of you know like in, in the um, in the past where you could like rent a game or something and you know maybe I'd like rent it or if I had like a friend who had a copy I'd like kind of borrow it and have it go but seeing as like a lot of people have said that you know it's not it's not like as good as it could have been or something um, I just feel like I, I just want to just just wait for it to come down to a, uh, a slightly lower price where I'm not going to be like, you know, if, if I bought it, I mean, I think, like, was it £32 or 20 It's no, it like £22 now. That's 22 now. That's not too bad. I'll probably wait till it gets down to about 15 And then, if it's just like, it's just an okay game, then I'll be like, that's fine. I've only spent £15 on it. Um, but, um, but yeah, really interested in Yakuza 6 for next year and, uh, and Kiwami 2 as well. Yeah, Kiwami 2 is actually out right now. Technically, if you made a Japanese PSN, you could actually play it. Although I don't think it has English language, although it might do. No, definitely. I, I reckon it wouldn't, but at the same time, you know, you can still play it and get an idea of what Yakuza 2 is about cause you, until we can get a PS2 or it comes over here, which is probably quite unlikely for a year or two. Yeah, well, I mean, <sighs> the silly thing is, obviously, I would like to play them in order. Um, because supposedly that's what you're supposed to do. Um, but, I mean, I've watched the, the, the least like story of the game, um, and it looks like an interesting plot. Um, cause it's more about there's like there's some police woman, and um, it's got the character from uh, Yakuza One that that uh, is, is he a police guy or he t- turn into a, um, an investigator or something, um, isn't it? No, I think no, it's still a policeman. I think he's in Zero as well, um, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was, yeah. But yeah, Kiryu basically has like a love interest who's um, a cop, which, you know, <laughs> that makes sense, you know. Of hey, course. I'm Yakuza, or past Yakuza, I killed someone, but, you know, well, I didn't kill someone, but anyway, spoilers. Um, but, spoilers. Um, yeah, um, but, but yeah, I'm just going to go out with her police room, but, uh, but hey, well. <laughs> Yeah, but in a in, in in Yakuza, you don't kill anyone; you just brutally injure them. There's a difference, you know. You just put them in a coma at best. You don't kill them. Wink, wink. Well, no, much. you know the, the beginning of Yakuza um, Kiwami or Yakuza One. <laughs> That's true, but yeah, but you, you you don't you don't kill anyone. You just mildly injure them. That's right. Yeah, you, you just smash smash their face into the wall. And then afterwards they say, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> like if you did that really, then your face would be smashed and your nose would be broken, you'd be in hospital. But, but, uh, but, but yeah, 
So it's basically eight, 18 kind of ideas. People get shot and stuff, but they don't actually get shot. <laughs> you, you want it to be violent, but not too violent, because if it's too violent, then it'll probably be refused to uh, release. Mm. I think, isn't, isn't there like a mode in it that you can turn off the core and stuff so the blood doesn't... I don't know why you would do that, because if you bought an 18, <laughs> why would you turn down the game's violence because you sort of bought it expecting that so why would you turn that off I don't know yeah. might have an aversion to blood might, 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 you know you see blood and you, you faint or something I bet Jamie's like that I bet he, he faints if he like cuts himself or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, thank you so much for coming on the show is there any sort of last thing you should like to say before I drag you back to the chill out I was only joking, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, laters. Laters. And that was I1980, and unfortunately I know there's quite a few people in the chill-out, but um, I do actually have to head off decently soon, so I guess that'll be the end of the Discord call-in for now. Um, I know I always say I'll take more calls during off-topic episodes, and that's true, but i got to get a wriggle on. So... We're going to move on to the topic mix, which is a track. Which is three tracks of my choosing. One is a Sega track, not related to the, to the topic of the episode. One is a remix relating to the topic of the episode, and one is a non-Sega track, not relating to the topic of the episode. As you know, during the off-topic uh, weeks, our remix of the week is actually a uh, Tropical Resort remix, and uh, I picked a really good one this week. I'm actually really enjoying listening to this one, so hope you do too. But we're going to kick off the Sega, or we're going to kick off with a Sega track from Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed. This is Chili Castle right here on the Tropical Resort. Let's get scratching.
And for one last time, welcome back to the Topical Resort where we are discussing the year's Sega news as well as having some interesting chats on the Discord call-in such as we now know that Jamie is squeamish around blood uh, except apparently this is news to him but ignore that what we just heard there was from Maricart Wii that was DK Summit uh, it's not DK Summit because in Europe it is known as DK Snowboard Cross which is a much better name for the track in my opinion before that from Ike6252 that was Tropical Resort Bass Slash Guitar Mix um, Rexy wasn't too big on that one in the chat, but I really quite like that one. I agree, less time should have been spent on the sound effects, and more time should have been spent <coughs> on composition, but it is a very nice track otherwise. I kicked off the block was a track from Sonic All Stars Racing Transform, that was Chili Castle. A rather awesome track, if I do say so myself. And now that brings us to the end of the show. Oh no, such a shame, such a shame indeed, but yeah. Uh, it's been an interesting one, quite a lot of technical issues uh, we've been having throughout the show, but we fixed it all now, and yeah, so I hope you enjoyed what you were able to hear of the show today, quite a lot of people, you know, tuning in and chatting and chilling and all that good stuff right there, and also we've had some great tunes on, we're about to end it off with one more great tune, but before we do that, I'm going to say hello to everyone in the chat. So, I'm going to say one last goodbye to Rexy, one last goodbye to Electric Boogaloo, one last goodbye to Jamie, who, who doesn't like blood, one last goodbye to Aya, one last goodbye to Veritex, one last goodbye to Doomgirl, one last goodbye to Shaddix, one last goodbye to... The King, one last goodbye to Nikos S, one last goodbye to other people... There were some people in here earlier, and I can't find them now. But if you listen to the show, thank you so much for listening. It's greatly appreciated. I know you're on the edge of your seat because you want to know what is coming next. What is up next week? Because some of you, some of you clever people in the audience, may have noticed that um, we normally do off-topic at the end of the month. But there's still one more show left for the end of the month. What gives? Why do you suck this bad viper? You didn't even notice there's another week left. You did a top. You did your off topic on the wrong date. I didn't do it on the wrong date. This was fully intended because next week, the end of 2017, on the topical resort, we have one final episode, and it's an opinion episode. So one last opinion episode for the year, and I think this is quite fitting to end off the year with. So, next week, I would like to know, what is your favourite Topical Resort, or what are your favourite Topical Resort episodes of 2017? Be sure to send those in, and be sure to send in your music requests relating to that opinion. But, as for now, this has been the Topical Resort, I've been Viper, I've slightly overrun by half an hour, ignore that. And I'm going to end you off with an absolute belter from Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games DS. No, it's not Cubirinth. And it's not Ice Peak, because they're the two tracks which people know the most from that game. It is, in fact, Sparkleton Dream Island. So I've been Green Viper 8, this has been the Topical Resort, thank you so much for listening. And, as always, stay topical.
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.